Welcome, everybody, to another show of Unstoppable. Today, we have guest Peggy Zavacolis from the hit show Million Dollar Beach House on Netflix. Peggy, welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. So, uh, you guys are awesome. I watched the show. I think it's incredible. It's uh, entertaining and fun. So, uh, it's really, really cool. But I'm very happy to have you here. You know, I, I always sit back and I think about every time I watch a reality show like that, I think about like, how did these people get here? You know, like what, 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 what led them to this? And uh, I don't know. I just think it's, it's so cool that you're able to get that platform. And I just want to kind of hear more about your story and kind of let everybody know who Peggy is. Yeah, well, um, how did I get here? Uh, good question. It's not like I woke up one morning. I was like, I want to be a Netflix star. But not going to lie, it's definitely helped with the brand. Um, I did real estate almost 10 years ago. I graduated from law school and joined Ryan Sirhan's team from Million Dollar Listing New York. And, you know, I've always wondered, you know, like when you see someone on TV, on a reality TV show, you're like, oh, that person was connected to a different one. And I'm like, how did they get into that first step? I think a lot of it has to do with being at the right time at the right place. Right place, right time. Yeah, that. Um, And then just like always never giving up, I guess, you know. And how would you hook? So it's funny that you mentioned Ryan, right, because he happened to be on Dan O'Neill show on Colkin Interactive just last week, which nice. is which is really cool, right? And before that, we had Mike Fulfree, which was really cool. Like we're just having one right after the other. Like you guys Love are, false. you guys are awesome. He's he's the man. He's the man. Shout out to him. He's uh, he's awesome. Um, but how how did you link up with Ryan that first time? Like how did that happen? Yeah. So I was my last year of law school. A good friend of mine was Ryan's business partner at the time. They were starting a team. So it was one of the original, he asked, hey, do you want to, I know you wanted to do real estate, but I know you're in law school. Do you want to join? So it was one of the original, like four. It was the OG. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now that's obviously pre-everything he did with Bravo and like, right? Well, sort of. So he already filmed season one when I joined, but I had no idea. Like it never came out. So it was, it was pre-everything, but like. I knew about the show or it just didn't, it just didn't come out yet. So you were there to see it all start and see the impact it had on his career. Yeah. And you were kind of there for that ride. Right. And that, yes, that's, that's what made me want to say yes to this amazing Netflix opportunity. Yeah, of course. Of course. Now, real estate wise, you've always concentrated mostly on New York city, right? Yeah. Right. And you've done some stuff out in the Hamptons just because the overlap and things. But from what our conversations we were just having, this, the first time you were really in the Hamptons for a full year for the full season was on the show, right? Yes, sir. Just now, throw me in there. <laughs> which, is, which is cool, which is cool because you kind of like, you handled it. You did very well. Like I watched the show. I was a big fan. I saw you were the boss. Like <laughs> it was awesome. Um, but like you had good opportunities, right? But from like, a, from like a business standpoint, like I could tell you think like a business person and the way that you approach things like, you know, as little the little taste you get from the show i could tell that like you did think of it from a from a business standpoint so was that a big deal kind of going from new york city over to the hamptons and kind of was how was that transition for you um honestly the way i looked at it was that i saw what it did to ryan's career and i I, the platform that bravo gave him and the the possibilities the endless possibilities that he did and he's a really hard worker and i figured hey netflix has a much larger platform it's international with i don't know how many countries and i figured if i could do like a third of what ryan did then let me do it of course you know like it people say this all the time and, and i used to say this when i was on ryan's team there's only three agents on Million Dollar Listing New York, but I wasn't one of those agents. So now I can say there's only five agents 
on, on Million Dollar Beach House. And honestly, that that elevates my brand because now I have all these people yep. looking at my website and looking at my social media and my everything. And it's like, it just better serves my clients. Of course it does. Of course it does. Now, I think everyone knows, right? A show like that on Netflix is going to help your brand. Like, that's so cool. Like, so you didn't just wake up one morning and be like, you know what? I'm going to be on Netflix today because I think it's going to help my brand. How does that opportunity even come about for you to be able to be in the position to decide, yeah, I'm going to go for this? Like, what was the first thing? How, how did that first conversation come about? That's a really good question. Uh, Eddie, the CEO of Nest Seekers, approached me one day and, and mentioned the show that was about to happen. And if I wanted to, he knew I was reaching out more into the Hamptons. And he said, hey, like, if you want to be a part of this, there's there's steps, obviously. It's not like you could say, I want to be on the show and that's it. Um, but Eddie, the CEO of my company, approached me. We went through some few, few Skype interviews with the production team and Netflix. I didn't pass the first time, um, but here I am. <laughs> well, l lucky for them. They uh, they came to their senses. And brought you on. <laughs> but that's awesome. I mean, the fact that he comes to you with an opportunity like that. And it's probably, it's got to be scary, right? It's got to be a scary thing to kind of put yourself out there, be part of this reality TV show. And luckily, you were able to see it already. So you knew the benefits that, that it had for Ryan. So yeah. it's a little less scary, a little less scary because you know the benefits. But you also know the negatives that come with it, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a ton of things behind the scenes that kind of you've seen happen the first time around with Ryan, right? With with other people that it kind of, it's a scary thing to kind of jump into a show like that, right? Yeah, I mean, I am the philosophy of do and don't ask much questions. Yeah. Like I tend to say yes and then I figure shit out later. Um, and that's kind of what I did with Netflix. I was like, yeah, let me do it. It's going to elevate my brand. It's going to be better for business, better for my clients. Why not? Like, I'd be silly to say no. Um, after the fact, <laughs> once we started filming and then you just realize the stressors and everything that goes on with it, you, you question it. Um, but I, I try to live life without regrets and it has helped business. It has helped it has helped just like a following and even just fans. Like I forget about business side, like even emotionally, like one of my followers proposed to his girlfriend and I kind of, one of my quotes or one of my like go-getters was pushed him over the limit to like give him the balls to do it. So See, can I say that on here? Yeah, you can say whatever you want on here. We're not censored. <laughs> um, that is, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I can't, and I can imagine that with the brand and, and with all that comes with it and, you know, it's just getting started, right? I mean, you guys had season one. It's still new, and it's on Netflix, so it's not like it aired and no one could ever think about it. At any time, they're going to hear this show, and people might not have seen it. They're going to go. They're going to watch it, so it's constantly growing, and more and more people are putting their eyes on it. Yep. Now there's going to be, hopefully, another season or whatever, right? And and that keeps on going, and it's just it's kind of just getting started for you, but I'd imagine already the benefits of having that type of exposure are, are endless, right? I'm sure you're seeing a ton of that already. Absolutely. Um, I, just the caliber of clients that also reach out to me. Um, I have these amazing clients from all over the country, honestly, like West Coast clients that yeah. may have not necessarily reached out to me in the first place. Clients in North Carolina and Florida that are the amount of wealth they have. I mean, it ranges literally from like 1 million to unlimited, but mm -hmm. I am now becoming more of a household name and that's all I could really ask for and or want. That's all anyone could ask for and or want, right? And like, I think that a lot of us and a lot of times here, we're constantly talking about 
social media, social media, social media. I think we talk about social media because it's really the outlet for anybody that doesn't have the opportunity to go and do something with Netflix, like on the, on the stage that you did. So everyone talks about social media and growing this personal brand and all the benefits it'll have when you do it. And now you're doing it and you're seeing it. And like, you know, it's just something that we preach all the time and we talk about and, you know, in every way that somebody gets there, whether through social media, Netflix, it's always different. But the end goal of getting that type of exposure and growing your business that way is just, it's incredible. And you kind of, you kind of got slingshotted into that from, I mean, really honestly, like from the time that you guys, the show aired is how long ago? August 26th. Right. So we're talking not even a year and the differences are just, are just incredible. That's, that's literally cool. August 26th, my entire life changed. And going back to what you said before, when like, you know, what's going on while I was filming, I just promised myself, whatever happens, I'm owning it. I'm going to do it. August 25th, I had like 9,000 followers on Instagram, just really? whatever. Yeah. August 27th, like I had, now I have over 30,000 and it's, it's a family. It's growing. When you do meet these clients or you do meet people that, you know, follow you, they feel like they know you. And yeah. when you're, when you're investing in something in any types of sales, it's a customer service industry, right? Mm. So if you have that personal connection, which a lot of these people do from social media, they feel like they know you already because whether it's you're showing them an apartment or a house or, you know, you're showing them that you just went sledding or whatever, they just have that connection and that is so much more valuable nowadays i think than than it ever was before and you know i just realized something sitting here as you're talking like you know you're browsing we all sit home right saturday night we're browsing through netflix we're looking out what the hell we're going to watch and all of a sudden now I, i looked at your instagram a little bit to kind of learn a little who you were and i just put it all together i saw i saw a cake right that said you know top 10 on netflix right and at the time, like I'm browsing through Netflix and I see a oh, million dollar beach house and, you know, I don't remember the point that I watched it or I decided to watch it and I'm in real estate. That's interesting to me. So, so I probably put it on, but like, I, you know, you don't, you don't comprehend that that's happening at the same moment for us as it is for you. Right. So like when it goes on top 10 on Netflix, that's a, that's a proud moment for all of you guys that were part of the show that are like, holy shit, like people are actually watching this. This is becoming popular and you know, it could have got lost in the weeds, but it didn't. People watched it. It became very popular and lives are about to change. And that's happening in real time for you guys. It's so real. And that's what I did. I think one of, I think like the first week that it aired, I literally sat on outside in a parking lot and posted like, take this ride with me. Like what, what do you want to know about me or about the show, about real estate or my favorite car is like whatever it is, but like, let, let's do this together. And I think that's, what's really important with social media is that you want to have a tribe. You want to have not just numbers you want to have a following where people are going to continuously like invest in you um and yeah it's let's let's do this together you know and it's i mean that's again we look at it at a a quote-unquote fan right we're looking at from the fans point of view we're looking in and we're watching you guys and we're thinking like oh these guys have it all figured out look how great they're you know whatever but like that's an experience for you in itself like you're like as much as we're experiencing it you know maybe maybe commenting on your stuff or talking to you or whatever or fans connecting that's an experience for you all in itself to kind of see your fans see your followings people actually caring what you have to say and that like that's kind of that's got to be surreal for for a little bit anyway right totally i mean it's it's a growth it's a learning experience you know i look at my following and i look at social media as a family and as like business partners per se, where, you know, I want everyone to feel like they have a say in this platform that I have. Cause without them, 
essentially we are nothing, especially on social media. So I, I often ask them like what they want, what they want to see more of, or I engage with them a lot more. I think it's just as a fan, I think it's cool for people that are actually following along because they feel like more invested. And as the person doing it, it's amazing because you touch so many people's lives, you know, and it, going back to real estate, helping someone buy a home is one of the like most beautiful things I think anyone can ever do because it's such a part of their life forever. So it, it kind of puts two together. And to me, that's beautiful. Yeah, no, it, it really, that's awesome. It, it really is cool. Now, has it, ha, do you feel any different? And I asked that with a two-part question, right? Like, does it change anything? Does it change you? I mean, you seem like a pretty down-to-earth person. We just met for the first time five minutes ago and we were bullshitting like, you know, whatever. Like, you're just kind of like real down-to-earth, easy to talk to do you feel any different? Do you feel like it ever will be different as things kind of continue to evolve? No, um, I, I come back from a very like humble upbringing. My parents are immigrants and, you know, I was always taught to like treat the cleaning person as like the CEO or whatever that saying is mm. just because that's, that's, that's my family, yeah. you know? Um, so I hope that I never change. And if I do, we could come back to this interview and you guys can yell I'm, at I'm me. Yell you. I'm yell <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, I'm a pretty down-to-earth person. Like, I just... And I never want it to change. Listen, just to give you an idea on how down-to-earth she actually is, right? So, here she is. She has this hit show on Netflix, right? Everyone's watching. Everyone's talking about it. It's so cool. Out in the Hamptons, living life. And literally, we just kind of... I DM'd you on Instagram. I was like, hey, you got to come into the studio. We got to talk. We got to... We got to... Two seconds later, you're like, I would love to. Just tell me when. Two weeks later, we're sitting here and we're just kind of BSing five minutes ago. Like nothing it seems like i didn't know you prior but i can't imagine you were much different prior and like i think that that quote unquote celebrity or or getting getting to be an influencer and doing those things it could change people right and oh, like totally. and you have a big stage and i'm sure that you might have seen some of that along the way with people that work alongside you and as it evolves like not you might not change from a personality standpoint but but things could change like business and, and how you approach things. And who knows, today it's real estate, but as time goes on and as this evolves, it could lead into other things, right? I mean, sure. right? Do you see yourself going in a different direction business-wise now that this opportunity has come to the table? Do you see yourselves, not in a bad way, but do you see yourself strategizing differently on what the future might look like? That's actually a really solid point. And I guess I didn't think of it in that way at all. Um, I've changed in the in the sense of I like think about things differently, right? So like now when I do things on social media, I do them a little bit more. They're very come natural to me, but I still do it a little bit more strategically where it's I, I have to make sure that like everyone's going to like it. And as far as business goes, I'm an open door policy type of person where I will always say yes. Maybe I'll regret it later on. Actually, I don't know if I'll regret it or not. But I want to say yes because you just never know where where it can take you. Like I said yes to Netflix and look at me now, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I have business meetings like once a month with my mentor to kind of strategize things. And I love real estate. I eventually want to become a developer on my own and start flipping homes cool. um, and do that stuff. But I also want to brand off a little bit to any type of social thing that I can possibly do, whether it's also like helping people. I want to start, I want to start a nonprofit yeah. and, you know, just like anything that can just really elevate and, you know, build, build some type of legacy for, for me, my future and my family. That's awesome. That's awesome. Could I dive into your brain for a little bit? Sure. I don't know what so, you'll find. But so, yeah. so when you talk about, when you talk about thinking about things on social media a little bit differently, um, 
is it, it my question for you is it is it from a standpoint of you have more eyes watching you is it more because is it more from a business standpoint you strategize a little bit more because you could take advantage of it better or is it like what what makes you think about it differently a little bit of both okay. um i've never posted as much before in my life because i i I just, I just never did, but now people want to see more of my everyday life. Yeah. Um, so definitely that. I definitely don't post maybe as like my family as much just because they didn't sign up for this. Yeah. I did. And then I definitely post more about real estate things in sense of like doing tours and or just investments and things like that because believe it or not, some, some sellers or some buyers want to work with that person that has that following. No matter where you are, you're going to have people that want to and you're going to have people that hate it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to stick with the people that love it. <laughs> and that's really it. I don't post like that many family things, but that's just because I have so many more eyes on me. And I don't, I understand. I understand. It makes sense. And, and you know, it, people think about it. Like I'm sure people want to work with you because of the novelty of it, right? Like, you know, you're on the show and, and it's cool and people want to, you know, want to be associated with that. And it's kind of, it, you know, there's, there's a, there's a novelty there, right? That's a good word for it. But on the other hand, like, there really is a major benefit for your clients for you to have that kind of exposure. You're, it opens up your network to so many more people. Obviously, there's more eyes on you. There's more ears on you. Um, you've been able to establish relationships with people you might not have been able to establish with relationships with in the past. So there really is a true solid benefit to anybody that wants to work with you from a business standpoint. So like that, that's a huge plus for, for your clients. I mean, I'm here, right? Yeah. You and I would have never probably connected if, if you didn't know who I was. Yeah. And the only reason why you know who I am is because of Netflix. So it's opened so many more doors. It's opened so many more connections, honestly, from like dentistry to developers, you know, clients now know, like if you're going to be a seller, you know that my outreach is tenfold not only is it new york and florida and what and you know the west coast but it's it's international i have like one of my good friends lives in the philippines or is from there and there's a huge following there you know it's just it's it's such a bigger platform and it just elevates the five of us so much more and it opens up so many different connections like you and so many other other amazing people that have come into my life. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. I'm, uh, I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy to see what you guys are doing. So let's talk a little bit about, about real estate, right? So we do much more on the commercial side, right? That's what we do here. Um, so our, our, what we do isn't quite as sexy in the, in the front end, right? It's much more like numbers and, you know, BS, right? But when you talk about listing, you know, some of the homes that you're listing, right? Both in New York City and the Hamptons, there's a, there's an elegance about it. There's a sexiness about it. And a lot of people leverage media for the, for those things and, and video and this. And what does a typical listing look like for you? How are you leveraging media? Are you, are you, are you diving deep into, into videos? I'm, I'm saying this because, um, Ryan was on our, our show last week, right? So we dove into some of his stuff, what he's doing in this and the platform he's building and that he just launched, I think sometime late last year with his new business. And the, it's really wrapped around media, very similar to the way that we kind of wrapped our business and here at Kalka around media. How much are you leveraging those things and how do you take advantage of all those things when you're doing a listing? Um, good question. That has, it's a new avenue that I think that, that the world is coming to. So First, real estate isn't always glamorous. I was just at a listing today where the owners don't live at and I was shoveling pathway in like heels and everything for my clients. 
But um, as far as media goes, you have to always evolve and change, right? Like if you asked me five years ago, would I be doing, you know, a cooking show at my $5 million listing? I would say absolutely not. But now, you know, I love to cook. So I'm starting to do more videos of cooking in the kitchen and, and then doing a video tour and just like different, different things. You know, I do Instagram lives where I tour the, the house and people can kind of ask questions and they just that way so I haven't done reels but I just do different videos and like YouTube and things like that that I'm going to dive more into but now the bigger the listing how do I say this because I, I feel like there's like a creative element there where like you constantly want to kind of set yourself apart right everybody always wants to kind of do and they think cool kicking cook, cooking in the kitchen is a really cool thing right but like do, do you do you try to get real creative with with more listings? Is there a difference between or the bigger listings rather? Is there a difference between the way you do it in the Hamptons compared to what, the way you're doing it in New York City? Like, do you see a difference, and do you do you approach them differently? You have to adapt to them differently. I mean, in the Hamptons, you have a yard and you have a lot more amenities, a pool, tennis. You know, you could you could have cars involved. Where in the city, it's more of a your apartment or your townhouse. Um, so it's slightly different. I'm going to say that no matter what level of a listing you're at, I try to put in the same amount of effort. Um, granted, the ones that are a little bit smaller, they may not have like as long or may not be able to be as creative just because there's not many features that you can really take advantage of. Mm -hmm. um, but we we do a lot of just like different we take we look at each individual apartment and or house and see really what it has you know like if it's really big on views or if it has this amazing movie theater or it has all these toys or whatever it possibly has that's where we kind of focus on but overall i think the foundation is is probably the same for whether it's a million dollar or a 30 million it's just the amount of different elements that you can add to it cool cool all right another thing that i want to talk to you about that i was very intrigued about when i was watching the show you were the only girl. That's right. You were the only girl. How did um, it? Does that play a factor ever? Like, do you, do you feel like you're in a in a quote unquote man's world when you're when you're doing it, or is it just the show that was that felt that way, or does that happen a lot? You know, I grew up a very tomboyish type of person, um, so I've always connected to guys a lot, and I didn't really realize. Listen. I'm an attorney. I did finance like in college, do real estate. Those are, those are all male dominated uh, industries. It's definitely hard for, for females. And I think you saw a little bit on the show, you know, we kind of get a little bit more, if I'm stern, I'm a bitch, you know, but other, but I consider myself a boss, babe, you know, so I thought we you get were that. Tough. I thought you were tough. You know, I, I looked back and I said, I personally, I saw the situation and I thought that you handled it very professionally but stern and tough like i didn't i never once came across i never thought you were bitchy i never thought like i just looked at it i was like oh wow she's she's badass like she just she's not she's not taking shit <laughs> like and i was I, I liked it like i thought it was cool um but it's still i can imagine it, it's a tough line it, it is and i and, and and that's kind of why also i wanted to be on the show too was because i knew i was going to be the only girl on it and i wanted to show other females whether whether you're like 17 or even 13 year olds reached out or like 50 you know I wanted I wanted all of us to kind of get together and like show each other that we can do it and even if it's like if we're gonna be like stumbled upon or like if guys are gonna try to like talk to a certain type of way like screw this we got this and honestly I think I think the show goes to showing how tough girls are I was the only girl and I probably got a lot lot more shit or crap from everyone but like 
we stuck it out and I think people don't realize how tough girls are. We have to work definitely a lot more harder to prove ourselves. Well, you definitely showed everyone because it was, uh, you know, it was good. It was good. I think, I think that you, like I said, I think you handled yourself very well. I think that it probably inspires a lot of people to do things that they might not typically think they could do or, or get involved in. Um, I'm, I'm curious as to how you went from being a lawyer and kind of backburning that and going into real estate. That's kind of like intriguing to me because, um, I don't know, like, I feel like you're a lawyer, like, you know, you're a lawyer. That's bad. Yeah. That's tough. That's bad. I'm an esquire. Yeah. Um, well, one second real quick. So going back to like what has changed, that's it. Like I never expected me like little old Peggy from like, I grew up in Astoria and then Long Island, a Greek girl would be able to influence or inspire or just have so much effect on so many random people. So that alone to me is, is priceless and beautiful. Yeah, I could see that. And I could imagine the, the, the feeling or realizing that that actually is happening is probably mind blowing. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. You know, and you might not even realize it at first. Like I'm sure like at first you don't even realize what's happening and you probably still don't even fully comprehend it. Um, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that watch that show and are very fascinated, way more people that than reach out to you. Right. So there's probably so many people that watch it that are just fascinated or inspired, or you push them to do something that they might not have done before. Or maybe they are real estate agents and they're like, you know what? I just want to take my game to a whole nother level because I don't have to sell smaller houses or rent the, you know, thousand dollar a month apartments. Like I could take it to a whole new level because they saw you. They saw how hard you pushed. You're from Long Island just like them. And maybe you're inspiring them to do it as well. So I'm sure you've definitely influenced way more people than you could even imagine. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful. But then going I know I like stay away. I'm just oh, sorry. Don't worry about but it. going back to attorney and real estate, I've always had a passion for real estate ever since I was in high school. My best friend, my best friend's mother got her real estate license and started doing that when we were a little bit older. So together we got our real estate license. Well, separately, but cuz she's a little older than me. Went to law school because, again, I'm Greek. My mother wanted a doctor and an attorney in the family. My brother got the doctor, and I became the attorney. But uh, And then last year in law school, my friend presented me with the Ryan offer. Or just working in real estate in general, it just happened to be with Ryan Serhant, who wasn't Ryan Serhant at the time. Um, and that's really it. I've just always had a passion for it. It was, was that hard. A, I was going to say, that's got to be a huge decision for you. Ooh. Now, looking forward, we see the end, right? We see, you know, we see the answers to the test. So we know it was a, it was a good choice. You're, you're obviously going down the right path, right? But at the time, that's a huge decision, right? To kind of go with something you might be, listen, maybe you're not passionate about law, but it's law, right? And now you're kind of transitioning to something else that is much more of a wild card and but it might be something you love and you're passionate about. But to make that decision, to make that choice, is, it's got to be tough. It's so hard on so many levels. First, you don't want to disappoint your parents, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to disappoint my mom. I was uh, 22, 20. Uh-huh. You know, like, you're still in that vulnerable age where, you know, I didn't, I did not not love law school. I hated law school. Um, but I wasn't going to run a marathon and not, like, cross the finish line, you know? Um, so I had to finish it. And I had to take the bar and pass and everything. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to do real estate. And if I really, really hate it or if I really fail, which I'm not going to let myself, being a full-time attorney is not a bad like, yeah. plan B, you know? So, but I did it and I never took no as an, for an answer. And I think that's what everyone has to do, right? Like I think whatever you do and decide to do, you always have to put all of it in it and don't look at it as a job, look at it as a career. And that's what I tell a lot of the kids that like I kind of mentor in real estate. Just no matter what age you're at, just do it. Like, 
I mean, I've gotten doors shut on me all the time. I said, Netflix said no to me twice, I think, you know, and here I am. So just. So now looking back, if you had to give someone advice, right? Because I feel like I talk to so many people that get like trapped in this world of what you're supposed to do as opposed to what you want to do, right? And you were supposed to be a lawyer, right? Because, oh, it's the it's the great job. It's the great thing. It's what everyone wants to do. But, but Salary, not commission. Yeah, you know, like it's so much safer. Like everyone, you know, looks up to you because you're a lawyer. You know, like whatever, mom and dad are proud of you because you're a lawyer, you know, and now you're going to a quote-unquote sales job to be a, a real estate agent when they know 27 people that have been doing it and they sold one house, you know, every year for the last five years and whatever. It's a scary thing, not only for you, but for other people. Would do you, do you, if you had to give someone advice that was sitting in your position that kind of had to make a decision like that, what, what, what do you tell them? What do you tell them? Do you tell them to follow their, their dreams? Do you tell them to be safe? What do you tell them to do? Follow your dream. Yeah. Always follow their dream. Cause even if you do your nine to five like comfortable job eventually you don't want to be like 50 40 you don't even want to be 30 you know like years old and just hating yourself so i just say follow your dream give it all you have and also be financially smart about it i was young enough where i didn't really have that many crazy bills um but just follow your dream it'll make your life so much happier and i think like if anything COVID has taught us we just want to be happy in life you know and just just follow it and don't give up i mean Never did I ever think I would be a real estate broker on a Netflix show yeah. when I decided to do real estate, you know, almost 10 years ago. It's crazy. It's crazy. So let's talk a little bit more about the show because I feel, I feel like there's a lot of questions that people are going to be intrigued about. <laughs> um, and we bounced all over the place during these conversations. Yeah, I know. I was, I'm, I've had a crazy day. So. It's great. I love it. I love it. I did it too. So at least I'm not, I'm not the crazy one. Um, all the stuff that happened on the show, right? So like there's cameras rolling. There's things... How much of it is actually happening? Is it is it real stuff? Oh, it's all real. It's all real. Yeah, it's all real. It's so real. Like you are, it's almost so real where you for you don't realize the real world in a way. Like you don't realize that there's other things going on as well. You're so like into it, like the meat of it. Yeah. Ooh, but yeah, it's real. Yeah, I mean, because you you know you sit back and you watch all these different shows and this, and then you wonder like. You just, I don't know, there's always that curiosity because there's, I mean, it's entertaining. There's so much going on. There's always, there's always things happening and it felt, you know, it always feels real, but you know, from the, from the back end side and behind the cameras and behind the scenes, you're always wondering if it's actually happening, but it's kind of cool that like they just put some cameras on, you forget that they're even there and they just kind of capture it all. Yeah, no, it's real. Yeah. It's, I don't think we, I think if it was fake, you'd be able to like. You'd smell bullshit from a mile yeah, away. Yeah, it's real. Like all the good, the bad, the laugh, the cries, everything. It's real. Now, how long did you guys film for? Uh, an entire summer. So like three months. Okay. Okay. And they're just with you all day, every day, kind of? Not like all day, every day. Okay. You have scheduled like days uh, and like hours, but they always go over. But yeah, so you know when you're going to kind of be filmed. You just don't necessarily know where you're going to be filmed around. Like you live your day-to-day -day life and they're like, okay, well, this day, if you're doing a showing or whatever, we're going to film it and then you take it from there. So before the show, they cast you all. They put you guys all in one office. And now you guys working in that office every day together? Like, I know on the show, you guys had that office where you guys were all sitting in, like, that bullpen area. Like, is that where you guys are actually working every day? Or is that kind of part of the, 
the set? Like, how does that work? So that was our main office on the show. And that's pretty much, I think, all of our main offices in the Hamptons. But we have offices in Southampton, Bridge, Sag Harbor, you know, West Hampton. So you're still doing your thing and you might be all over the place. Yeah. And and the days that you're set to be there, you're there and kind of. I'm also in the city too, so yeah. I, I I bounce around. Like to, like if I have a showing in West Hampton, I'm not going to go to this Bridgehampton office, which is the show that you, the office that you see on the show. Um, I'm going to go to the West Hampton office. So you know, we just kind of bounce around. But that is where we, that's like where our licenses are held, and that's kind of like our our center. So we know that there's a season two coming out. Do we know that? Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I know. I hear things. I see things. I don't know. I can't talk about all right, it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Sealed. What did Full Free say? He didn't say anything. Good I didn't. Point. I didn't talk to him about that. <laughs> um, no, I just you know you read things online. You know you guys are celebrities now. We we we, we read we read things about you. You, you know do. <laughs> you Google your name and things pop up. It's it's incredible. Um, what is the next What does the next ten years look like for you? What What, what does Peggy look like in ten years? I don't know. You tell me. No, um, Peggy in 10 years. Oh, gosh. I hope I have a lot more of a like a a lot more of a foundation on Long Island, the Hamptons and the city, because now I've kind of expanded not only from the city to the Hamptons. I've also expanded to all over Long Island, bridging, bridging the gaps a little bit. Um, Yeah. So I definitely want to have more of a a foundation where everything can kind of be run a lot more smoother. Um, Hopefully other different avenues, whether it's I mean, I don't know. Open to any opportunities. Developments, hopefully. I definitely want to flip. Developments like luxury developments. Is that what you're looking to do? Like, I want to do more like houses. I want to just kind of flip homes um, on Long Island. The city, I think, is really... I'd, I, I would rather just sell new development yeah. or resales, but I'd love to start developing homes either in New York and or outside of New York just because of the proper margin. Yep. Um, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And then I'd like to have a family, yeah. you know, let's get a little personal on that part. I definitely, definitely would love to have a family and kids. So that's me in 10 years, hopefully. All right. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like the development stuff. That's uh, a lot of the stuff that we concentrate on here all the time. You know, we do, we do multifamily stuff mostly. That's like the world we live in. But, you know, here on Long Island, other markets, there's a lot of opportunity out there. You know, it's, it's fun. It's cool. You know, it's. That's what made me fall in love with real estate. Yeah. I wanted to have a real estate portfolio. That's when I was when I was like in high school. I wanted to own property. I, I I never really was into stocks too much. I really just loved like the tangible real property of it and multifamily is like you said. Do you do any commercial at all or is it all luxury residential right now? Or is it is it not luxury? Should I not use the word luxury? Is it all residential? Like what is what is the world you live in all the time? Um Residential, so oh. I don't I don't discriminate whether it's a five hundred thousand dollar house or a fifty million dollar house. I won't discriminate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do too much commercial just because I don't have that much experience in mm-hmm. it personally. I do have people that that work with me that I kind of feed into the commercial stuff, mm-hmm. um, and and that's it. But luxury real estate or real estate in general is, is whatever you have, I'll sell it or I'll help you buy it, like whatever price point. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask you that we should have talked about. I always get asked that question. And I never know how to respond. I thought that was a good question. I thought I didn't realize everyone asked that. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I don't know. I mean, I think we kind of dabbled over everything, right? Like yeah. we bounced around a lot because I've had a crazy day today. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Did you miss anything? I don't think so. I think we, I think we covered a lot. I think I could probably talk to you for hours about all the different. It's so intriguing to me that like, 
you were this regular person and then you get this great show on Netflix and how much is going to, I'm a firm believer that all you guys, right? So now I met Mike, I met you and, you know, I think that the select few that are, that are going to be able to take advantage of this stuff. I think that it's very early on for you guys. You guys are going to hit this crazy trajectory as time goes on and you guys are going to be like major, major household names because you guys, uh, you just have it. You, you're too likable not to be. So like now you have this platform and I think it's just going to, it's just going to take off for you. So I'm excited to see, uh, how far it actually goes. And when you're, when you're way too big to even come and hang out with us and talk to us, like I'm excited to see that. Um, but I could talk to you about it for hours with the, with the, the amount of possibilities that it's opened up for you guys. And, uh, I'm excited for you. I hope you're excited about it because it's just going to keep on rolling. Thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited. And how about this? We'll make a promise a year from today, no matter how big the show is, we'll do, we'll do a second I'm one. I'm taking you up on that 100%. <laughs> we're going to put it in the books before you leave here. I still get weirded out with the whole celebrity thing. We're, yeah. we're still normal people. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll, over time, it'll get more and more and more and more and it'll feel more like that. But mark my words. A lot of people know you guys now. It's cool. It's cool. It really is. Everybody in the country has you right there on their TV. <laughs> There's a, how many subscribers to Netflix are just clicking right there and, and seeing it. So it's, uh, it's special. It's cool. It's, it's cool. It's funny. You can tell when, I guess, the algorithms work. You can tell when like it starts to pop up again because it'll go a little bit radio silent and really get like one or two little messages here and there. And then like all of a sudden you get like 20 a day and you're like, whoa. Yeah. But it's cool. It's crazy. It's it's a great experience. It's opened so many amazing opportunities for me, this being one of them. Well, I appreciate and it. And I'm excited to see what happens. Well, I appreciate you being here. Um, I had a blast. Good luck with everything. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to say, hey, I know her. You know, they're <laughs> cool. Um, and uh, I appreciate it. I'm definitely going to take you up on the offer and coming back here. And if anybody has to get in touch with you and they want to uh, do business with you or work with you, how do they do it? You can find me on social media at Peggy double underscore Z or email me Peggy Z at nestseekers.com or just go to Peggy Z.com. Well, we appreciate you being here. Thank you very much. Um, and we will talk soon. Thank you. Thanks right. for having me. <laughs>